Okay, so yes. I'm not going to start every one of these podcasts obscurely just because I mean well, every one of them is different, but that 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 goes on to say every day is different. That that's by default. But yeah, this is the Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast and I oh, my name is V. Like the letter. No, not from Sesame Street or anything like that. No, 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 no. This moment was not brought to you by the letter of me. No. But anyway, <laughs> this is, uh, you find it, it says Spiky Bebop, S P I K E E B E B O P uh, on the tag. And uh, that was my old Instagram, but uh, that's basically uh, play on words from Cowboy Bebop and Bebop. So Spiky Bebop. And uh, you can find that podcast on Instagram and Apple, yeah, Apple device or Apple Podcasts and other multi-platforms too and whatnot and whatnot. But yeah, so okay, uh, let me begin and, and uh, the more you guys like the pieces and faster it is I upload it. Um, okay, uh, y- you catch me in this point of just writing in real time and so I'm like, you know, chilling and like doing my thing, playing my dude, like playing my, not playing my, the games that I like and stuff like this, but I'm looking at these stories, right? These are like some really cool things that I'm like checking out. And, and it's a really cool thing to actually see these not, okay, it, it was Disney and I, I'm not no shots of Disney in any way, but I like their movies. And and the character breakdown and I'm not, once again, <laughs> Roger Ebert or any of these like super analytical uh, movie film critics or anything like this but I do like great storytelling and I like um, the mythology behind um, the said story and I don't even know I have not even researched or Wikipedia any of where um, this said thing was coming from but I thought it was an interpretation that um, I had never seen and I love when I see those things because then I get the opportunity to you know uh, come up with something uh, versus actually it being told to me before. And uh, yeah, the, the, the characters and how they interacted, uh, the colors, the colors, the colors, the colors, uh, yeah, the colors, yeah. Uh, iced tea on that. <laughs> Word to iced tea. Like this, it was really a, a real um, fusion of a visual uh, storytelling that I appreciated and uh, it took my mind on a journey it was very you know I, I see when you say take people's minds or journeys you always have to come with some frame of reference because then they always attribute it to being like the dude from what's that movie uh, the big Lebowski and, and being some like burnt out hippie or something like this and I'm like no 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 like it was really, really a, a good fusion of those things where it, it had colors and then these sounds that had, you know, me interested. And I wasn't even like listening to the whole part. I was just reading um, through captions. And, and it was really cool to, to see that part of the movie. And then, you know, I'll I watch it later and again and then have a different interpretation for it. 
but that that's just me being the big childlike self that I am. I'm always, always, always going to watch cartoons. That's just a part of who <laughs> I've accepted that a long time ago. And other people too, as they say, oh man, what are you saying? You haven't seen the animated DC universe in the past two years. And I'm like, man, dude, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I got to check out those movies too, but I want to save those with some time and actually come with some proper analysis. But see, once again, to somebody who goes to Comic Cons and somebody who actually knows film and who actually like watches these things and knows uh, Batman and who studied it for years and years and years, or who, once again, you're looking at like, uh, what? Mm, what? Since the 1950s or something like this? Since these characters have been in or in writing uh, and publishing? And so, if you look at it from that interpretation of how long these fans have been invested into them and know their history and known all of what they've done collectively throughout this time frame. Um, me, I'm just coming into this world or realm of it and appreciating them in a visual format. So, yeah, I, that's just basically saying if somebody's like, hey man, you mentioned in DC what you know, man. I'm like, yo, that's a scale from one to 10, man. You're looking at me like a strong, a strong seven, like that, that's a lot of missing like other content from like years and years and years. But, <laughs> I'm serious like the reason why I'm mentioning this is because look at it this way where other people look at serious stuff and it's like inside editions the news is some weird show of something on some reality TV show and it's some weird content on their phone or something else where their point of inspiration is this self-reflective thing and, and the things that their friends send them um, via memes and text messages, you can and do have, you know, the app, the liberty of, you know, looking at how you view stuff and positioning it in certain ways that, you know, cater to what you want to see. Now, obviously, you can go through and Elon Musk your entire house and then be like, okay, those are the sound effects of me placing and doing stuff that possibly Elon Musk would do and press buttons in his house and then like stuff flips over and then a pool just like flips out of the side of his garage or something like this. I don't know. Anyway. But um, yeah, so when you look at it that way and I look at how um, the advancement is or even our level of attention span, I love where <laughs> people's attention span always comes back into what they're being inundated with, but then too as to how far their interest level goes into what it is that they're inundated with. And what I mean by that in, in layman's terms is like, well, I look at how you have, okay, the best, oh, ooh, a good description would be ESPN, right? And so you have, I, I feel like I said this before, but somebody else said it too. And you have it in a 30 second 
clip of all the things that you like a, a two-hour game <laughs> but it is in 30 seconds and so they show the highlights they show what happened they show the scores they show this and, and the, the, the conclusion and then boom 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 like that is kind of how a lot of not everything but on a content basis has been homogenized too and I appreciate that but then too the elongated format is still there as well where others are making it their own way and more collaborative creative way of interpreting these things where it would be like three minutes or 20 minutes or even my stuff you know I get a message through and and, and talk about my cool stuff and you get it. <laughs> but the cool part that I'm noticing is that when you have uh, this wide variety of content, it, it creates this uh, different interpretation. And I never uh, talk about like cancel culture or anything like this or even things that people don't like. It's just, it, it is being scaled down is what I'm, I'm finding right now or even just, um, I think it's, we're scaling down as a society the things that we don't want. And we are like making it very known and very like, I don't even know how to even describe that too, like very uh, vocal and, and very through action, the things that we appreciate and the things that we don't appreciate. And, and those are the one of the things and that breaks through is where it's something as far as a, a consumer-based thing. And if nobody's feeling it and they'll be like, nah, the, the consumers will <laughs> inevitably give you a message and give you a heads up and then tell you. And, and that's one of the things I love um, in my work um, that I've been doing um, for as long as I've been writing this story. Um, everyone that has interacted with it and everyone that I have told this story to or at least attempted to articulate some form or semblance of vision that I had in my head of what it was that I was describing as a story, they would always inevitably say, oh, well, that, I like that. Hey, hmm, I, like your, I appreciate that. Like, I understand what it is that you're saying. And I've told this story to thousands, thousands, thousands of people. And this is from this state to other state. And I've utilized that like as inspiration for myself um, to continue my craft. And it wasn't just ego-based or a pat on the back or for me to just brag and tell someone. It's kind of something that you can't uh, put into words um, that inspires me as a writer to tell other writers to continue what it is that they have as a craft. Now, obviously you have so many different avenues and so many different ways of expressing yourself, but you've got <laughs> film, you've got voice, you've got music, you've got colors, you've got every electronic device now comes the, the point of having these set tools and making it unique and making it your own style. And that's what I'm concentrating on now. That's what I've been concentrating on from the beginning. <laughs> um, to look at something and then not take everything from it, 
but take the things that I like and appreciate, but then make it my own style has been a constant ongoing process. And I've accomplished it and continue to perfect this thing so that it blends, but then also I can recognize my things from anywhere in the world when it comes to character bases or when it comes to even a design. And, and I never want to have this sense of replicating a design if it's not paying homage to it. And, and paying homage is one of the big things that I want to do um, through anything that I mention. If it's uh, me mentioning a, a sense of inspiration, I'm definitely paying homage to it. One of my books was in a, a paying homage way <laughs> so that I would pay homage to uh, this said culture around the world. And I consider myself all the cultures, if anyone has ever even considered that to be a thing. But I, I look at how I do what I do in an elongated way over a period of time, over a five-year period, over a 10-year period, over a 20-year period of a succession of stories that have you know not transcended, but actually uh, reflected a sense of humanity that I, I often have continued to see since I was a child. And it's not in a viliful or a vilifying way, in a viliful, vilifying way, but in a way of, once again, self-respection. So it would be just like a, a giant kid just writing all the cool things and made up characters um, that he was inspired by um, when he was walking around. <laughs> and his imagination. Best description. Because that's the beginning and the, the catalyst when it comes to creating all of what I see. And so one of the best interpretations that I tell others that are trying to write or trying to come up with something that is their own is to just simply sit down and do what it is that they see in their heads. Just do exactly that. And from there, you continue to do it. Make sure it sounds different. Make sure you do and put your own sauce on it. Make sure everything and continue to do that. You get a good reaction. Continue to do what you feel as a good thing. This spending of time doing uh, those actions and perfecting it will make it, um, I, I can't even really describe it, some form of, I guess, uh, rhythm or some type of cycle for you to to express it that way versus this sense of stagnation or the sense of not doing this and and this comes also as artists that I, I gotta speak on this and, and on my podcast because I don't want people to just look at what I say and be like oh that's the way it's supposed to be he said it and that's what he meant like no 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 I kind of, as a writer and as an artist, want people to find what they believe themselves and find their own interpretations and then decide from there versus me telling them, well, this is right or wrong. I, I love this sense of questioning um, and this sense of thinking. And I love when people think and, and continue or actively show you that they're thinking about something when they come with questions. And so when I, I state what I believe as an artist, I feel that other artists should investigate that when someone tells you how you should spend your time. 
that's a, a true almost cultural difference or differentiating thing uh, on many many levels that you know correlates time into money and as a level of significance in our culture when obviously we know that in the art world that necessarily is never the case and you know money could be whatever to a person who has like a 10 million dollar painting uh hanging around their their their, their living quarters like it, it's never that case uh, to state that who's to say and then who's not to say in the art world um that level of significance and and for me i, I come from this humble standing that uh, when I look at someone and their content or I look at any of these things, the value is of this priceless nature, like all of it. <laughs> a, a Disney movie and its entirety and, and the ability to stream it, you know what I'm saying? Like looking into years from now, if that's even the case, like the, the, the level of appreciation and thanking this or the gratefulness um, cannot be correlated just as far as how I act. It has to be shown, and I want to thank. No, see, now it sounds like I'm just going to make this whole podcast about thanking Disney. Anyway, so <laughs> the last part of where I left off on the last story, and I'll update uh, where I was writing, and this is writing in real time, and this is why I also call my podcast Writing Studio or Writer Studio because I mentioned a lot of different things that as a writer I may or may not say ever again to someone but it is something that constantly pervades in my head and one of the stories is the little litigator of Celestial and the two green kings and one of the things that uh, this is probably the first time I've ever stated is that um, the elder green king I was thinking of like you know what his personality would be and I mean, there are so many elders to choose from. Like, <laughs> there, it's a multitude of, to me, as someone who appreciates and looks up to someone who has experienced life in multiple ways I can only even fathom. I, I was looking at to one that uh, bestowed wisdom in the mercurial way in almost a very um, a comedic way but also in a way of making someone think. And uh, I had this guy who uh, was, I, I would see, and we have a conversation and he would tell me these things and he's also a writer as well. And it was a sense of inspiration uh, to speak to him. And no, I didn't have questions. It was just a sense of, you know, not matching intellect or wit. It was a sense of where one's mind was in the day and then speaking upon how one was progressing through this sense of feelings um, and emotions, but no, not the touchy-feely kind, but more in the description as an artist <clears throat> and how to actually correlate that into a, a sense of speech or story. And, and I, I appreciated that. And the Green King, uh, the elder one, I'm basing his uh, personality off of that. And so I'm writing this in real time. It's really cool. But um, I'll, I'll get back to you with uh, what I come up with, guys. This is V, a.k.a. Verda English. Uh, hit the subscribe button. If you like any of my wacky, crazy stories or any of my rhetoric or dialogue, <laughs> let someone know about it. And um, 
yeah, Spiky Bebop, S-P-I-K-E-E-B-E-B-O-P, and uh, multi-platforms. Um, thank you guys so much. Peace, peace.